Hello and welcome to Beers of the Round Table presents The Back Bar. Um, this is once again your host Scott and I am joined by my very special guest, my brother Eric McKeeper. How's it going? It's going well. Um, so uh, tonight we are actually in Austin and so I figured we'd try one of the uh, local beers we have here and we have uh, Austin Beer Works uh, Black Thunder. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a darker beer and so uh, we're going to sit down and enjoy this. Ooh, that's pretty dark. All right, so um, the reason I have you here, Eric, is because you know a thing or two about finding good live music, and uh, we're in the live music capital of the world here in Austin, so I guess I wanted to kind of like do a, what do you look for in finding like shows around Austin? Well... Instagram's really helpful. Um, first, I kind of, after playing shows around town and seeing a bunch of shows, I pick out the venues that I really like and I follow them. And then if I see anything that has bands that I'm interested, I go check it out. Also, following those bands online, Facebook, Instagram, super helpful. So, Yeah, so primarily, I guess, as you stated, it's, good to start with like find those venues that you really like and you know see if they have a show with the type of music that you like and it i mean (laughs) every single time i'm in town you're always like i I know these three shows that we can go to like which one you want to go to and yeah um, um it's just easy to stay informed when it's all coming to your phone you know uh but yeah, anyways, um, other than that, like, how do you, how do you find maybe new bands that you hadn't heard of? Like, do you, do you just try and go through Spotify or do you ask around or? Uh, several different ways. You kind of have to be everywhere at once. Spotify, Pandora, but also seeing other bands at shows. My friends will introduce me to bands. Um, I follow a couple of uh, production companies mm-hmm. that uh, they'll post about artists that are coming into town and everything. It's like, oh, well, I like somebody else on this label, so I'll check them out, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, bands opening for ones that I already know. If I see them playing again, I was like, oh, you know, they were really good. Or <laughs> don't go to that show, you know. Yeah, yeah. And see, and I think that's, you know, part of this culture is being able to go out and experience, like, you you open for one band and then that gives you the opportunity to then move up. I mean, you'd have more experience in this, but you know, like for example, last time when we went and saw smile and, um, who was it? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember the other bands, but anyways, my point is it's like, you know, you took me to that show, and then it's like, holy crap, I love this band Smile, so then we're going to try and go out again tonight and see them, and it's, you know, this, 
it, it was just cool getting to watch you work because you knew everybody. You were always shaking their hands, telling them, hey, man, great set. You know, all those things. And I was like, me as an outsider, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, that was cool seeing them play music, but I'm not going to talk to them because they were just on stage. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a people business. So introducing yourself and getting to know people uh, is definitely the main part of it. Well, cool. All right. My next topic is uh, your band, the uh, Melbrook Estate, just released their first single. Mm -hmm. And I want to kind of pick your brain on your process of how you guys came up with this single, the recording of it, and uh, and you play keyboard for them. Yeah. Uh, So I guess take it away. All right. Um, Well, we first started this recording with a different our previous project, I guess, Roaring Sun. And then we added another member, Everett, mm-hmm. uh, who really diversified our sound. So we decided to change the name and the style a little bit. So, we, yeah, we started recording at Estuary Recordings with Michael Landon in February, March time. And then after listening and editing and adding more parts, we added Everett to the band, added his parts to it, and then... We were finally able to get it out just, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And, and I've listened to it, and I think when I heard it the first time, I just had to listen to it like three more times because it was just, you know, this explosion of psychedelic wave that, you know, I mean, I guess I'm not as well versed in. You might know going to all the local scene how popular it is now but it's you know it's something i haven't heard on the radio but it was of that quality you know a band you would hear and it's like holy crap you know yeah it's um definitely an underground you're not gonna hear it on any of the commercial stations maybe any college stations around but um the psychedelic movement in austin right now is underground for sure yeah but do you see it moving up Anytime soon? I don't know. It's kind of like the scene, you know, people like what's new and undiscovered and it's more personal when it's like, you know, the people in the band and everything like that. So I think that's a big part of the movement that's going on right now. And hopefully it'll grow and it will diversify and uh, more people will come to appreciate it or realize that it's there. But right now it's a small community. It's very tight knit. Right. I mean, and you guys did play on 91.7 here yeah, in KVRX. Yeah, KVRX. Yeah, uh, KVRX. None of the hits all the time. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, and that was great because it was, how long did you guys go? An hour or 45 minutes? Yeah, we just played a whole set. So 45 to 50 minutes. Yeah. And it's, you know, like getting that music out there, I think it's just, you know, so cool. And you know, having a station like that really put you on the forefront with a live set is just... Yeah, it's great to have um, the local college station that uh, looks out for local bands and everything because otherwise I don't know what we would do. Um, Commercial stations want to play hits that people will listen to so they listen to the commercials. Right. Um but I mean, you have a little bit of experience, haven't you? Helped them out, like didn't you volunteer with? 
Uh, I volunteer with KUTX, which is another great station in town, also supported by the UT. Uh-huh. Um, but they're more of a professional. Right. Uh, sort of, it's not student-run, right? Mm. But yeah, um, now we get into our sort of review of the beer portion. So oh, yeah. uh, what do you think of this Black Thunder? It's nice. It's a little bit sweet and has a... A uh, heavier finish to it, you know. It's a beer that I could see at the end of the night. Although we're starting off tonight with it, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I like this. Uh, we haven't had too many dark beers on uh, beers of the round table yet, so I'm thinking I might try and bring this back for the boys. Oh yeah, but, uh, yeah. I like this a lot. Um, I really like a lot of these. Uh, Austin Beer Works. The Austin Amber is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I can't remember all the names. Well, and then there's like the Peacemaker. Peacemaker is good, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Dad was telling me that, uh, like, they only sell here in Austin. And they only, because they just don't, they don't want to expand, really. They want to keep it local. Right. Um, I think I have seen it in San Marcos before. But for the most part, oh yeah, actually at the HEB in San Marcos by my place. Well, I guess that's kind of understandable being at an HEB. But, yeah. But yeah, I mean it's it's hard enough even finding uh, Austin East ciders like up in North Richland Hills. I think I have to go to like the one Albertsons we have, and they only have, uh, I think, hopped. And the regular dry. And I like the dry. I just don't like the hopped. Mm. So, but I, I would be excited to see them sort of, you know, expand a little bit. But yeah, I think this is good. Yeah. Would you want to give it a rating out of 10? I'm not big on universal ratings for most things like music or food, just because I think that, uh, it distills it down too much. Yeah. There's in creative products, how can you really compare one to the other if it's not a contest? Like in a right. race, there's one winner. Mm-hmm. Someone crossed the finish line first. But this it's just taste. You can't rate it on a personal scale. Yeah. I like these uh Austin Beer Works like craft beers. I don't drink them all the time. They're a little more expensive. But it's like a treat, you know? Yeah, yeah. I can definitely see that. Yeah, uh, I think for my scale, this is definitely like a 9 out of 10. And A 9? Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, It's good. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you've listened to the episodes, but there's been some pretty... <laughs> well, there's been a few I haven't been a fan of. But, right. You know, the bitterness in this is not that bad it's smooth yeah it's smooth but you still get that that flavor you get with a dark beer it's Mm -hmm. i don't know how to describe it it's good it kind of tastes like dark chocolate yeah almost like a dark chocolate um i guess okay so nine though i would put it 7.5 7.5 i well i haven't tried all of the beers uh-huh. But I imagine anything that gets nine or ten would really knock me off. Uh-huh. I mean, chair. I was surprised when I took my first sip. It's good, but it's the first time I've ever tried rating a beer. Because <laughs> see, Brad and uh, Zach, whenever we go to 
beers out in Denton or bars out in Denton. <laughs> they like to get really dark beers and they have gotten some that have chocolate in it. Mm-hmm. And every time I try those, I'm like, ugh. Oh yeah. Like I can't imagine drinking, you know, twelve mm-hmm. ounces of this. But but yeah. All right, go ahead and uh tell me where people can find your band and your music and all that. Well, uh we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, all the internet outlets. Facebook. Facebook, Instagram. These are all places you can find us or photos of us or shows that are coming up. Our next shows we got going on in Austin, I believe we're playing on the September 8th. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be a good show. And uh, we got a few more coming up, but it'll be online. So Yeah, I'll uh, definitely link this in the podcast and get, you, get them to your uh, Facebook page. Um, but for more Beers of the Round Table, you can always go to beersofthetroundtable.com. Uh, there you'll find an RSS feed, our iTunes link, our Google Play link, our Overcast link, our Pocket Cast link, our Stitcher link, and our TuneIn link. Um, if you guys can review this episode and just, you know, tell us how great the single that uh, the Mel Brook Estate has released is, that'd be great. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of The Backbone.